Hello and welcome to another episode of Wisdom Nuggets. My name is Alita McDaniel. I am your host. And today we're talking about a topic that's near and dear to my heart with regards to trying to cover up the emotional baggage that we have from the past by taking on the world all at once, thinking that something different is going to happen or change, and it won't. So let me explain, okay? So a while back, one of my biggest struggles used to be making a list. I would lose that list. I'd make another list. And then I'd add that list to another pile of lists with nothing ever really getting done. Maybe this is you. You might know what this is like, right? I had stacks on stacks of yellow lined paper with lists and lists and lists of things that needed to get done. And I battled with moving forward on my goals big time. Then I remember trying to write my daily lists in a journal each day, forcing myself to transfer the undone things from the last day to the next day. So I would eventually get rid of transferring the same tasks over and over again, hoping I would finally take action. And I didn't. See, it wasn't that I didn't have drive or passion or even purpose. I was really very motivated. However, I was motivated to sabotage myself, not to reach my goals. My issue was that I lacked decisiveness. I was focused on too many things. More than anything, I was focused on trying to fix myself and redeem myself instead of actually succeeding. Now, one of my favorite books on this topic is called Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. It's a fascinating book. You'll hear me talk about it often. I highly recommend you read it or listen to the audiobook. I liked it that way better. I have both. And the audiobook is like hearing the interview between Napoleon Hill and the devil. It's pretty, pretty awesome. And it, it does read like an interview. And it talks about how Satan uses indecisiveness to control our minds. So for me, I would wake up, I would review my goals, I would create my task list. Then I would proceed to get distracted for about five to eight hours and end my day feeling like what the fuck just happened. And it wasn't that I didn't want my goals bad enough. I just wanted to not have them more. See, in order to support my goals, I had to change who I was on the inside. I had to take a stand for me that I was unable to and really unwilling to see. Sure, I would go through all the affirmations in the morning and I would look at my vision board and I would write down my goals. That was just really as far as I got. See, because eventually I would just pop open my laptop and I would get lost in the chaos. Now, one of the reasons was that I didn't keep my first hour of the day sacred. So my mind was not truly clear when I would go through my day, right? I would wake up, I'd check Facebook, then go make coffee. No self-honoring, no exercise, no drinking one liter of water, no meditation. I would just focus on other people and what they were doing for the day. Another reason I struggled and I was chaotic in my mind was that I was saying yes to situations and opportunities that I knew were not right for me. I'd sit down, I'd get work done, and my soul would cry out for attention that I was not willing to give. And to make matters worse was the root cause. I was neck deep in self-punishment for making a poor business decision that I'd eventually just lost all hope and trust in myself to make better decisions in the future. It was not a pretty time in my life. 
And I ask, have you ever sat back and wondered why you stayed so long in a relationship, a job, or even a habit that you knew was destructive while you were in it? We all do that. I had coffee with an old client of mine yesterday discussing this exact same topic. See, our higher selves tell us we need to get out. And the more we deny those messages, the less and less and less we hear of them. Eventually, only ego and fear have access to the mic. Now for him, the messages have come loud and clear where he needed to be. And once he began to deny those messages with his own logic and reason, oh, that must not be true. The voice cut off and it made room for frustration, confusion, and suffering to replace it. Now, I find it comical when clients come to me seeking guidance, saying, I know what I need to do. I just don't know why I don't do it. And so basically what they're saying is that they're really good at giving other people advice on how to live, but they're unwilling to take their own advice. Here's how that happens. Because when we completely cut off the voice inside, our higher self will project it out to the outside world so that we see it in others and we think, oh, I'm just a really good advice giver. No, the universe is projecting it outside because you're not listening to what's going on on the inside. It's typical behavior for people who are stuck in their shit and usually the cause for most people wanting to become a coach. <laughs> and until they're ready to cut the bullshit, nothing will change. For me, until I cut it out, nothing changed either. There's not one motivation, video, article, book, coach, mentor, or even workshop that will create change in you. You have to change you. And so if you see yourself going around in circles, you have to start with changing one thing, not 12. The only reason, only reason you got into this mess, the only reason I got into this mess was because I stopped putting me first. I started putting others' needs above mine and I doubted myself. I doubted that I was capable. And then, as though some miraculous shift was going to occur, I attempted multiple times to change everything all at once, thinking it would actually work, which I know many of you do too. And it didn't work for me, and it won't work for you either. If you've dug yourself into a hole, the first thing you need to do is put down the shovel and stop digging. One of my very first mentors used to say, everything is your fault. No matter what, everything is your fault. And I was like, you arrogant prick. How dare you, <laughs> right? This man is super successful. Who am I to even tell him? He has no, no clue about me. And yet he was so, so right, right? When you put down that shovel and you stop digging, you have to accept the fact that you put yourself in that hole 100%. Then you have to start filling up that hole by rebuilding trust with yourself one step at a time. I mean one, not 12. Once you do this, only then can you add on another and another until you're back on your game. Now, with all my attempts to make lists, I was not doing anything to rebuild my self-trust, which is why none of it worked. Instead, I made matters worse by making more lists I knew I would not look at or complete. I knew I would fail somewhere deep inside. Kind of hoped I would too, so I would 
be able to punish myself more. And yet, I was so angry at myself for failing that those lists got bigger and more complex and more confusing and then eventually more creative and decorative with stickers and colored pens and more elaborate and basically anything and everything other than getting more done. See, productivity hacks and time management skills won't work until self-trust is built, period. It's like trying to build a frame for a house with no foundation to attach it to. Will it be stable? Oh, hell no. And yet we do this shit every day. If you're stuck in the starting and stopping pattern with no perceivable way out, there is hope, I promise. But it won't be easy simply because you'll have to call yourself out on your shit or hire a kick-ass coach like me <laughs> to do that for you, right? The only reason I get to be a really great coach, the only reason I am a really great coach is because I call myself out on my shit, right? Shitty coaches will not call themselves out on their shit. That's just straight up. And before you even ask, do not approach someone to mentor you for free just to hold you accountable. You will have zero value in that relationship because you will not be willing to put skin in the game. See, this change within you will require you to take action in the way that you have yet to do, to stop procrastinating, to stop accepting your own excuses as valid reasons for not taking action, to stop blaming people or circumstances for why you cannot move forward. If you're really ready to change, you will do whatever it takes to make that happen, even if it means waking up earlier, making your bed every day, not checking your phone for the first hour, which I highly recommend you start doing, working out before your day begins, and whatever else you avoid doing that you know would make your foundation stronger. And so I ask, what will you do to make sure you do whatever it takes to stop holding yourself back and start kicking ass at life again? Now, it is my intention that this message planted a seed. Obviously, only you can make the change. You can take action. It is my true hope that it sparks something inside of you to see your situation differently. Maybe to go out and share this message with someone you know needs to hear it. Subscribe, like, comment, whatever it takes to get the message out and to support you in going out and making your life something that you admire and respect so that you become the hero in your own story. If you want more information about my coaching programs, you can find more about me on ambassadorforgoodness.com. You can also find me on Instagram, ambassadorforgoodness.com. You can find me, or ambassadorforgoodness on Instagram. You can also find me on Facebook and pretty much wherever podcasts are now featured. I hope you all have an incredible day. Thank you so much for joining. I will talk with you all tomorrow. Namaste.